Welcome to Four Seasons Every Day. I'm Brittany Sutherland. And I'm Amanda Cottrell. We are two North Carolina locals who love the daily adventures of living in the high country. Join us as we explore our local community and discover new ways to elevate the everyday. Hello, high country. We are so excited to be bringing you today our first podcast for Four Seasons Every Day. And we're also excited to be coming to you today from the beautiful Horton Hotel here in downtown Boone. Amanda, this place is amazing. It is just extraordinary. The ambience is exceptional. The attention to detail, the historical factors, mm-hmm. to to hear some of the stories of this property and where it's been mm-hmm. and where it is now. And I just cannot say enough Thanks and gratitude to Denise and Fulton Lovin for allowing us and inviting us to come here to record. And Andrea Morton, the director of operations, and she's been so gracious to us. And so, um, yeah, it's a wonderful place. Uh, if you don't know about it, you should head down here 4 p.m. You can, the public is welcome. You can go up on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Day, night, anytime. They have these cozy blankets. Mm-hmm. It's chilly. Yeah, check out the fire pit. Oh. Yes, wonderful. Great lighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just really great. So you need to head down and check that out. And um, just amazing place. Yeah, so, really so thankful. Beautiful. So we just are very, very thankful for the hospitality of the folks here at the Horton Hotel. Yeah. Which is and, simply wonderful. And not just their hospitality to us and letting us uh, record here today, but also the hospitality that they have shown to our very special guests that we are excited to have on our podcast. Yes. Um, but we'll talk about that more in just a few minutes. Um, so today is not only the first day of our podcast launch, today is the first day of fall. Yes. And my my, my favorite, my favorite, you're going to hear it for the next few weeks, my favorite season in the high country. So love sure fall. Sure is. Love yes. It. You got your decorations up? Well, no, I don't decorate like what? you do. <laughs> oh, and we're still we friends. We leave that to you. Yeah, we're still friends. Well, I do enough for both of us. That is true. That is true. Yes. If you want to have any kind of party with the theme, you come here, you don't come to my house. No, you got to love orange or you're not... You're not going to survive at my house. So we go, we go all out. We go all out. I love it. And I got, you know, the kids, they love it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Well, should we take a look at some of our high country highlights? Yeah. Let's take a look at what's going on. There is lots to take part in here in the fall. So we're just going to touch base on a few of those things that are going on. Um, Absolutely. So if you are a local and you don't know about this, you're going to be so excited. So our local App State uh, has a, a theater, IG Greer, mm-hmm. where they offer sort of last season's movies, mm-hmm. really recent movies, uh, for $2. Mm-hmm. Great and deal. we have Toy Story 4 coming up, which I haven't seen, but yeah. I plan to go. Yeah, so if you missed it in the big theater, now's your chance. Get your kids, get your family. Great opportunity. And always check out IG Greer. All, time, all the time there's great movies. Yes, there, and we so. always have all of those uh, fall seasons, uh, spring semester, fall semester, mm-hmm. and summer listed on our event, cal- event calendar at fourseasonseveryday.com. Yeah, and there's still lots of great outdoor music happening um, mm-hmm. up in Banner Elk and also Valley Cruises. Blowing Rock. Blowing Rock, yeah. So, you know, take advantage of these cool evenings and, you know, 
grab some blankets and your family and head out and hear some of this outdoor music that's going to be wrapping up in the next few weeks. So, And speaking of music, there's, I mean, this is, I, th- I think this is a pretty big deal. Um, the Schaefer Center is hosting Preservation Hall Jazz Band on September 27th. Yes. And this, this is really iconic. This is true New Orleans music at its best. Um, I had the opportunity to hear them at Preservation Hall in New Orleans a couple wow. of times. And it'll be interesting because to hear it there, I mean, it's, you know, it's just a rough, it's just a you know old building, and but you, all you have is the music. It's beautiful, so I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping to be there at this one. So okay, yeah, definitely add that Can't to your calendar. Hear- Tickets will probably go pretty fast. So check out our website for ticket information. But that's that's truly going to be a fall highlight right there. Yeah, something new we have uh, found going on over at Mystery Hill are the Firefly Nights on Tomahawk Hill, where I don't know anywhere else you can get this. (laughs) Tomahawk and knife throwing, archery, Cherokee blowguns, you got a s'mores table, food, music, fun. Lots of fun for the family. Oh, yeah. And and a little bit of danger. A little right bit. In. Yeah. So head on over there and check that out. Uh, 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, once begins Friday, the 27th of September. And if I'm not mistaken, Whole lot of Donuts sells their donuts over yes, there. Yes, yes. So, Boone, we are happy to introduce to you Whole lot of Donuts. World headquarters is in Ash County. Um, so we have been partaking of this delicacy all summer long. Um, so yeah, you can actually go over in yes. that direction and get a donut for yourself. So Very delicious, large, affordable donut. Large, huge. Like the size of your head. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they are great. And they have all these, what I love is they have those different drizzles that they put over them. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like the apple fritter. Oh, that. Oh, and they have blueberry fritter. Ooh. That's yeah. So I have mm. to get like one of each, and they do the little ones, and then the big. Yeah, one. yeah. We need a donut break here, people. It's <laughs> making me hungry. <laughs> so we would like to take a moment to let you know about one of our high country sponsors. Choosing to invest in real estate can be scary, but selecting the right realtor doesn't have to be. Knowing you are in good hands with someone who communicates effectively, listens to your needs, anticipates the hurdles, and negotiates on your behalf is only a part of hiring the right real estate professional. Make the right decision by selecting Realtor Teresa DeMarco. Let's face it, real estate shouldn't be scary, and hiring the right fit makes all the difference. Contact Teresa DeMarco with Realty One Group at 828-773-0840 or teresa.ncrealtor at gmail.com and not only gain a partner, but some peace of mind. So today's a pretty big milestone for us. It is. What's today, Amanda? Today is the anniversary of our launch of Four Seasons Every Day in 2018. That's right. It's been a whole year. So we hope our website has been a help to our listeners. Um, we hope you're finding new ways to connect with your community, with things going on. And uh, yeah, we just hope we've been able to give back to our community and really focus on the local. And, um, you know, we have, a, we've said this before, there's a lot of great places here that highlight tourism and things that you can do if you're visiting. But, you know, there's some things that you can't take part of unless you live here every day, things that happen, right. you know, at your local library, things that happen in the evening. And so we really hope our website has helped you discover what some of those things are. And so with that in mind, um, talking about the local, 
we wanted to have a very special guest on our podcast for the first one to really set the stage and set the tone for all of our future podcasts, because this show is going to be about, um, well, the local, about featuring the Mm -hmm. people in places um, here in the high country. And so we thought, what better way to do that than to invite someone from one of our favorite magazines, our state magazine. Um, They have been around for over 85 years and just do a spectacular job celebrating um, the people and places of North Carolina. And so that's sort of our standard. That's sort of what we're trying to model. And so what they do for North Carolina, we would love to do for the high country. And so we are very excited to have their editor-in-chief, Elizabeth Hudson, with us today. Well, I am It's so happy to be here. It's always a treat for me to come back to Boone. I don't know if you know, but I actually went to Appalachian for one year. This was my very first college experience. And so I'm from Randolph County, grew up in Ashboro. And when I went off to college, Appalachian is, is where I went. It was a little chilly for me here. Yes, it does get chilly. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and so I actually ended up uh, graduating from UNCG. But my experience here, which was 30 years ago, it was 19, 1988 when I came to school here, and it is so fascinating for me to see how this town has changed. I mean, King Street, as I'm sure you know, looks nothing yes. like really um, how it looked 30, 30 like years this ago. Photo. Yes. Right, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yeah, so it's really exciting to come back to a town that and and to see how the growth has happened and and feel that energy. You know, we're right across the street from from the the Jones House, which I've you know been to concerts on the lawn there, mm-hmm. and it's just so fun in this town is so beautiful and fresh feeling to me. There's just a a good sense of spirit and community. And I know some of that is infused from the university, but it's just, it's from townspeople too. And so it's always a treat for me to come back into town and spend a little time here. And I got to, you know, experience this new boutique hotel, which is spectacular. You know, the the last time I spent the night here was 30 years ago in in Coltrane dorm. So so this is a different experience. Exactly. That is is great. Wow. Did you get a chance to go to the rooftop? Went to the rooftop, watched the sunset last night, oh. had coffee up there this morning. Even, you know, I got in yesterday and just kind of walked down King Street, had uh, lunch at Melanie's and had dinner at Proper. And, you know, I, I, it, it is so great to just be able to walk down the street, didn't have to drive anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, just enjoying the shops. I mean, it, it really is just a a great place to be where you feel like you can just meander around and pop in and out of places mm-hmm. that uh, new, new store, newest to me anyway, Common common Goods. Uh-huh. Um, if yes. you've been in there, oh, wow, what yeah. a great it's place. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, my mind is constantly going, what can we put in the magazine and what's the next thing we'll write about? And so it's very important for me to get around in the state as much as I can to see how, how the state is changing and what's new and what's open. Right. Wow. Love that. Well, we were just so surprised. Um, it was Brittany's idea. She said, let's just write our state, see if they'll send us somebody. I said, oh, okay. So I, we wrote, and I said, well, they'll say sorry, or they'll say, we've got this Boone writer that <laughs> right, lives here. Yeah, right. We thought, all they can do is say no. We'll ask. And a week later, when they said you were coming, we about fell over. Well, you are so sweet. <laughs> we could have <laughs> sent a Boone writer, but I wanted to do it. I'm I so glad to you did. So when I get my magazine, I mean, that is the first thing I turn to. It's the editorial. I mean, your Thank writing, you. is. Just, it takes me yes. back. I feel like you capture what, what I... Th- 
what I experienced either when you're writing about as you were when you were a child or a place you went in North Carolina that I thought I've been there and that's what I right. felt. Um, I you put into words that. what I feel Thank and you. I love it. I well, love it. I, you know, I'm a native North Carolinian and, and just, you know, I don't know any other place. And so I try to write about the experience that we've all had growing up, you know, whether, you know, even if you didn't grow up in the town I grew up in, mm-hmm. we still experience similar things yeah. of, of what it's like to be a North Carolinian, what it's like to be a Southerner, what it's like to, you know, get a fresh glass of sweet tea and sit on a porch and, you know, kind of talk to neighbors. And so that's, I uh, hope, the um, energy that we get across in the magazine, too. It's it's just a neighborly place to be. Right. And I, I think that's essentially why we wanted to do this podcast um, with you and future podcasts mm-hmm. is we we love living here. Yeah, we do. Um, exactly. We, uh, there's just so much to do, so much to right. experience. We love that small town feel right. uh, all around the high country. Right. And if we can take this podcast and sort of do what you are doing for the whole state. Right, um, right. And can this podcast really set the table for what we want our future podcast to look like. Yeah, interviewing exactly. locals. and Yes. Yeah, because it's neighborly. Uh, right. Well, and it, you know, the local connection really is so important. That's the key. And, and I've been here so many times and have met so many interesting people who show me things that I would never have known about otherwise. And, right. you know, I mentioned, um, you know, Betty Bond, who's instrumental in the renovation of the Appalachian Theater that's going to happen, which is going to be amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, just so many great businesses and restaurants that have sprung up now that I think are great. And, you know, one of the stories, we work a year in advance on stories in the magazine. Um, we shoot seasonal photography, so you know we shoot in season for whatever will appear a year later. Right. And one of the reasons I wanted to come here also is because we've got a piece that'll go out um, next year that really is about you know winter weekend getaways and, and that kind of thing. And I wanted to kind of get a first-hand experience of um, what it's like to be in this town as a, as a visitor, as a tourist, you know, mm-hmm. just um, where to go and what to do and what to see and what it feels like. And um, I got to do that today. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. So I have a question. Have you thought of writing a book? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> because, so what? I didn't, I'm not as familiar with our state. Brittany got me started. Yeah. Oh, and well, I can she gave me <laughs> a whole chunk of magazines. Right. And I read your piece first, yeah. and then I would go, and she said, you've got to look at the list of where their articles are from. Okay. And then I really got into right. it, and I called her, and I said, she's an amazing writer. Oh, she so needs nice to write a book, so that. you need to write a book. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my magazine job keeps me fairly busy. So. <laughs> yeah. But you know, our state, I mean, it's been around, we're 86 years old. I mean, the magazine has been around for a long time, and I've been there now for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been editor-in-chief for 10, and it is amazing. You know, people do ask me, where do you come up with your ideas? There is no shortage of story ideas in this state. You know, you mm-hmm. think a publication that, that is a legacy magazine that's been around for that long, Mm -hmm. you might run out of things to write about. But no, I mean, the state is constantly changing and there's so much to see and explore and do. And, you know, I do feel like we are, you know, this this gateway for a newcomer, for one thing, to get acquainted with, you know, the the place they've chosen to live, but Mm -hmm. also for people like you who've been been here all your life and maybe didn't know Mm -hmm. something that I hope we can uncover. You know, my, my mission with the magazine is that we really do tell you the stories and show you the, the places that might not have gotten told otherwise. Mm-hmm. That, and that's my husband and I, when we have people that move to the area that we become friends with, if they are not familiar with North Carolina or our state, we're like, 
right. get them a gift yeah. subscription. Right. Like for one year, you've got to just right. immerse yourself yeah. in this. And and that's what we we hope that our website has done for people. Because there's lo- there's lots of great mm-hmm. tourism websites here right. in the high country. Right. But there's a lot of things that go on every day exactly. that people hear um, can take advantage of that if you're touring, you can't. Right. And so right. it's been a joy for us yeah. to highlight those things and to um, make people feel connected. And we had a conversation over breakfast this morning about the difference between a native and a local. Yeah. And so, you know, a native was born here, but anybody can be a local. Right. You know, if you yeah. have that, it, I think I said something like, it's, the local is a person that feels like they belong. Right, and it's a, a person who is curious and who is yeah. interested in walking in an open door and, you know, looking around at things. That, you know, there's a famous saying that I love, which is, it's not what you look at, it's what you see. Mm. You know, and I love that because it, it's so true. You know, I, I do think, you know, a local is somebody who really takes advantage of, of what an area has. Mm. You know, I just learned this morning from Fulton here at the Horton Hotel that he's created what he calls the Horton hike and it is almost like a secret walk through Appalachian's campus and into these you know kind of secret woods that people wouldn't really know about otherwise I could not have googled that and found that right. you know it took being here and having somebody say to me let me show you about this hike and mm-hmm. it's something that you wouldn't have known otherwise that's what a local can do they yeah. can tell you where to go eat what to order on the menu mm-hmm. that maybe you didn't really know mm-hmm. I mean it, that's the best way to travel yeah. is you know and again in in our state that's what we try to do is uh, portray the locals' experience. I love being a traveler in my own state because, you know, it, it, I don't want to do the things that are uh, obvious. You know, you, right. you kind of want to find those experiences that are a little bit unknown that the, the locals know about, you know. Yes, so yeah. so when you immerse yourself in a town and, and meet people like, like yourself and listen to podcasts like this or read our state, that's how you can find those experiences. And it makes it more memorable. Definitely. Talk a little bit about where you grew up and how you came to our state. Okay, well, I'm from Randolph County, so I'm in the center of the state. Um, but, you know, the URE Mountains were sort of in my backyard a little bit. And uh, I, as I said, when I graduated high school, I, I came up here to Appalachian for a year, um, which was an eye-open experience. I'm an only child, and I had never been anywhere. I'd never traveled. I never, you know, really spent much time away from home at all. And maybe at 17 years old, I was too young for that college experience. And so I ended up coming back home and finished at UNCG, which I loved. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience in, in college for me. Um, when I graduated, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life and I had an English degree which I loved. Mm -hmm. I was a big reader and I still am and I got a a job in a bookstore and I worked there for a couple of years just intending you know why would I ever leave? I live it here. I'm surrounded by books all day. Oh yeah. And one day serendipitously I had um, you know a cash register shift (laughs) which is as glamorous as that sounds (laughs) and it was on a Sunday morning when there tend not to be that many people in a bookstore and I decided well I'll grab a magazine to thumb through while I'm waiting for customers and at the you know I worked for a bookstore called Borders it was a really big Mm -hmm. you know big bookstore in Greensboro at the time 
and they had a big newsstand with, you know, 3,000 magazines. And I was just scanning the magazines, looking for something to pick up. And I happened to see a copy of Our State. I, I did not really know it. And it had these tomatoes on the cover. And, you know, again, I grew up, you know, I'm, I'm a Southerner, you know, mm-hmm. I, and it was summertime. And I eat tomato sandwiches yes. on white bread with some Duke's mayonnaise. And I saw that, picked the issue up and just thought, oh, my gosh, I, I want to work here, you know. And so um, I, I, they really weren't hiring. I sent a, <laughs> sent a resume and, and kind of said, can I work here? And they said, what would you do? And I said, I, I will do anything. I'll answer the phones. I'll do whatever. And as it turned out, they said, you know what? We could use somebody to answer the phones. And so I got hired to you know, sit in the proverbial basement, so to speak, and answer the phones. It was really, we didn't even have email at that time. Or if we did, it was very, you know, kind of the AOL dial-up connection kind of right. thing. And, <laughs> I remember that. And so if anybody called to get a subscription, they talked to me, or if they called to, God forbid, cancel a subscription, they talked to me, or pitch story ideas. And so I did that for the magazine for about a year, and I would write down the story ideas I heard on a little posty note, and I would take them into the editor's office at the end of the day and say, you know, here's what I heard on the phones today. And the editor and I would kind of build issues around those story ideas. And the magazine, our publisher had just bought it um, that year, it was 1990 and really started to grow the business. When I got there, we had about maybe 40,000 paid subscribers. Uh, Of course, we have 170,000 now, so it's been phenomenal to see that level of growth. Um, But as the magazine started to grow, you know, they moved me into the editorial department, which was actually just the editor at that time, and that was me, so there were two of us. And and then I just kind of, you know, went from there. I've had pretty much every editorial job with the magazine that you could imagine. Mm -hmm. I went from an editorialist assistant to an assistant editor to an associate to a managing editor and so on and then 10 years ago became editor-in-chief and I'm grateful for that every single day. Wow. That's a really fun story. Well, go back, talking about growing up in Randolph County. Do you have any memories of coming to the mountains and if so... What were those trips like? Do you know, it is so funny, I don't, because my parents uh, were small business owners. Uh My mother owned a a little craft shop. My dad had a a sandwich shop, um, and he was also a photographer in the furniture market in High Point. And my parents worked, you know, as small business owners Mm -hmm. tend to do, 18-hour days, and we did not travel. Do you know, I, I, I was... I think, a sophomore in high school before I ever went to the beach Mm. for the first time. And my first trip to the mountains, I think um, maybe I was maybe, you know, I know I was in high school, but I don't really remember when. And it was just with a friend, you know, for the day or whatever. And it's so funny when I applied to college um, and, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do or where I Mm. wanted to go. And and, uh, so I didn't really think much about it. And I actually, this is a crazy story. I went into my high school guidance counselor's office and decided, well, maybe I should at least apply to a school. You know, just my my friends are going to college. I should probably think about that. Right. And I picked up an application and took it home, you know, filled it out. And, of course, it was Appalachian, got accepted. They were in alphabetical order. So they were sitting on the table, all the all the college applications in alphabetical order. I picked the A. You know, had I started at the end of the stack, I might have ended up at UNC Wilmington. You know, who knows? <laughs> I had never been to Boone. I knew nothing about the mountains. And it is so funny. My first trip here was on move-in day. Oh, and I I'm had so my, sorry. I had my <laughs> car just loaded to the brim to move into my dorm. And I actually got lost. You know, there was no GPS or anything. Mm-hmm 
mm-hmm. like that. And I was driving from, from Asheboro here, and I ended up taking a wrong turn, and I started seeing signs for Charlotte, and I thought, well, that can't be right. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I, it's really a miracle I found my way here at all. Wow. Um, so I did not have any background experience in traveling, not not just to the mountains, but really anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, now it's funny. I like to think of my job in, in a lot of ways as I'm a professional traveler. There so now, of course, I've been to all 100 counties uh, many times over. And and I'm just so grateful to have that experience, too. What what do you what do you love about here? What do you love about? Oh my gosh! You know it's so funny the little things that you notice. And when I was eating in a restaurant last night, I thought, man, the water here is good. Uh, <laughs> Have really, you noticed that? Yes, my in-laws will come over. They used to live in East Tennessee and. They would come over and say, "Oh, your water is the so water good." The water is good. I want to just kind of bottle that. Of course, you know, I mean, this area too. There's a, a, and all over Western North Carolina that's famous for its hot springs, and people would go, mm-hmm. you know, bottle the water at Shatley Springs and yes. places like that. And so, you know, it's funny little details like that that stand out. Of course, the weather is spectacular. We're yes. here in September, and it's a gorgeous day. Um, and you know, I think places like this, especially in Western North Carolina, are very easy to get around. You know, mm-hmm. our roads. I mean, you know. We we were for a long time the good road state and mm-hmm. so it's just fun to drive around here um, and you just see houses with front porches and they look so welcoming and you know it, it really is just a beautiful part of this state you see the mountains in the background and even though we're not in fall color yet just the lush greenness of everything feels clean and fresh I mean it's no wonder people came up here from other places to use this area as a tuberculosis cure. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why there were these sanatoriums all over. Mm -hmm. You felt like this was kind of the uh, epitome of good health Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And maybe that's psychological, but um, there is kind of just a a lightness of being when you get Mm -hmm. up here. It is refreshing. It really is. You can, just coming a short distance for, 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 like, for instance, Wilkesboro, Mm -hmm. that short distance, as you're climbing the mountain, the temperature just drops. And And so do your shoulders. Yeah. As you get closer, your shoulders drop too, and you just feel calm. And it's such, and you know, the music, you can turn to a local radio station, and maybe they're playing some Doc Watson. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it, it, is a, it is a peaceful state of mind to be here. You know, people joke and say it's just such a, a relaxed, casual atmosphere, and it's true. It is. It I is. think we have the best summers. Yeah. My husband and I don't go anywhere off the mountain in the mm-hmm. summer because. This is the coolest place to be in all senses. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And you know, you acclimate to the winter too. Even I. I mean, like I say, it was it was very cold here when I was a student. But I do remember, you know, coming back and and you have one warm day. You know, like a thirty degree mm-hmm. day in February, and you think, all right, I'm putting on shorts. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is really true. It is. It is. So I know that's one of the things with our website is just helping people find those things to take advantage in those hard months. Right. Um, Because winter can be hard for people. Exactly. You know, the wind and it is cold, but, um, you know, we try to highlight those things that you can take advantage of. Right. On those... You know, I tell my girls, if there's no winter, that means no snow, no hot cocoa, yeah, no exactly. sledding. So no, there are co- some... no cozy day on a couch yeah, with a good book. Exactly. You know, yeah, so you definitely that. can take advantage of right. those things. Well, you mentioned Brevard. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe, you know, folks will say we're going to the mountains. 
but we know that the High Country Boone area is a different part right. of the mountains than Asheville Brevard. Right. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, you know, I think a lot about that because, you know, in, in terms of geography of this state, uh, you're right, Western North Carolina, uh, the High Country... Um, the mountains here do feel different than, say, even Asheville, which mm-hmm. is a little bit lower elevation and has a different feeling, you know, mm-hmm. feels yes. a little more citified, I guess. Um, as And even if you go out toward Cherokee, that that's a different feeling altogether and all the way out to, um, you know, your far, far areas of the state. Um, how would I characterize it as different? Um I don't know. I'd kind of have to think about that. That's okay. We can come back to it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. And Mm -hmm. and while I do believe that they are distinct, um, I'm not sure if I can articulate why they are distinct. Mm -hmm. I mean, you live here. What, you know, what, what draws the comparison in your mind? Well, I think you hit it when you said Asheville is more Mm city-fied. That's the perfect word. Mm -hmm. This uh, has a more rural, small-town feel. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the big thing for me. Yeah, and you know, here, I mean, we are anchored by a a university, a big Mm -hmm. university, too. So um, there is a youthful aspect here, Mm -hmm. I think, because of the college and because of the students, which is great. You know, I mean, I know it feels like that on game days. You know, so Asheville, while there is uh, a university also in Asheville, it is a little less integrated in the town Mm -hmm. the way Appalachian is. Um, And, you know, of course, Brevard has Brevard College, too, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't have the volume of people, you know, Mm -hmm. that a a university town has. It's kind of of like how, you know, Carolina also has that same... um, integrated town and gown kind of feel Mm -hmm. and I like that you know I like walking around and feeling like you're you're kind of even though I'm certainly not a student you know you can feel like you're part of a campus experience here I like that yeah it has its you could say it has its pros and cons Mm -hmm. it's the culture is definitely wound up are bound up in the university. So like you mentioned game day, right. you have to adjust your schedule on right. game day right. and you can embrace it and, yeah. you know, put on your app colors mm-hmm. and be out there with everybody else. And, um, so that, I think that is one of the advantages of being a local here is that you, you own it. You may, right. you may not have graduated from app, right. but right. you live here and it's, it's the hometown team. It's local It's pride. almost like the high school football. Yeah, exactly. It's it really local is. Local pride. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that kind of speaks to what we were saying earlier about, um, you know, what defines a local is a strong sense of pride in place. You know, you do root for the team, yes. so to speak, even if it wasn't your team. It doesn't matter because you, you're here now. Right. And so, yeah. you know, you, you kind of want everybody to succeed and feel lifted mm-hmm. up by, by whatever it is, whether it's a new business opening or a new mm-hmm. restaurant or, you know, game day, you know, whatever yeah. it is, you, you, you root for the win. Right. Do you think we celebrate that more now than, than we used to? Uh, the, I mean, we have um, farm to table is really popular now. And Isn't that wonderful? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I, I just wonder if, um, if you find that to be true, if it's always been there yeah. or we just see right. it more now. Right. And you know, I mean, even as we walk up and down King Street, you know, you don't see 
uh, chain restaurants, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you know, you feel that sense of a commitment to local businesses mm-hmm. and local industries, and you know, of course, the craft brewery industry is is the height of that now. Mm-hmm. You know, that is that is as local as it gets, and I love that the state has embraced that. And as you say, with with farm to table, how proud we are. We are still a predominantly agricultural state, even mm-hmm. though you know I yes. live in Greensboro, and I, I do of course visit a lot of cities, but you still feel that sense of agriculture. You know, it's impossible to drive to the mountains and not pass, you know, a dozen Christmas tree farms and, mm-hmm. and you know, to feel that sense of uh, that's pride in landscape, you know, mm-hmm. that we've taken our geography and and we've done something with it that feels very rooted uh, in, in local, which mm-hmm. I love that. And maybe we do celebrate that a bit more than, um, you know, in, say, the 70s or the 80s even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember being fascinated as a kid by people that had moved from, I mean, not just far away, but even out of state. Right. And that, that was just a unique, but now I think, and maybe that comes with the older you get, that yeah. sense of home yeah. and you want what's comfortable. Right. And well, and I think as the world gets so global, mm. you know, internet and we're so connected broadly that there does seem to be a more inward turning where, you know, because we are, so, I mean, I can read the news of the world on my on my phone in the palm of my hand, mm-hmm. which I could not do 20 years ago. And so, you know, once that happens, I think we do tend to find ways that, that focus our attention uh, a little more internally and toward our neighbors, you know, in ways that we didn't, we didn't do before. Mm. Not that we are shunning the global connection at all. It's just that now we're conscious of, okay, now that we have that at our mm-hmm. fingertips, what can we do to kind of direct our attention mm-hmm. uh, to a tighter, shorter radius? Mm-hmm. Oh. I had another thought. <clears throat> you know, we, all, we have a great college community here. Mm-hmm. We also have a great retirement uh, yes, she community right. folks with second, mm-hmm. third, fourth, exactly. fifth homes. <laughs> right, right. And I was just thinking, we came over here to the Horton yeah. a few weeks ago just to check it out and kind of get a feel. And it was really busy that night. Yeah. And who was on the rooftop but folks in college, folks who were visiting, right. folks who are alumni, mm-hmm. folks retired. And so people who have been here all their life. Exactly, right. Enjoying that. Just such mm-hmm. a good mix. And that's yeah. the difference. Right. That's what I like. Right. Yeah. And it's easy living. I mean, you know, we North Carolina, of course, is one of the largest growing retirement states in the country. And mm. I think people are discovering that, that the cost of living here is so great. The weather is so great. The mm. amenities, you know, I mean, we are becoming such a foodie state now, mm-hmm. too. So things like that that have really helped to uh, make this such an appealing place to be. Let's talk a little bit about the mountain issue, yeah, which we great. love. Coming yeah. up. Is that coming up? That's no. our October issue. As, yes. I, as I said, um, you know, every October is, is a big mountain theme for us. It's one of our most anticipated issues of the year because of exactly what you said. People love living here and love visiting here. And so this year's um, mountain theme is taking a look at uh, the Linville Gorge area. Um, but we're actually really starting a little north of that, you know, the town of Linville. So we're really 
really, uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. starting up in Avery County and taking that southward trip, you know, down 221 as you kind of get into Morganton and that area and really exploring sort of Linville to Linville Gores to see that mm-hmm. section of the mountains. I'm very excited about that. I've got yeah. some great stories worked up um, that'll be a part of that issue, um, focusing on, uh, you know, the Cherahala Skyway too, which will be a lot yes. of fun and just really a lot of good stories that'll be coming up for that. Of course, subscribers get their issue um, usually uh, the last week of September or so, and then of course the magazine's oh. on newsstands in October. So if you're a subscriber, we you are. get it a little bit we earlier. Are. Yeah, to you. right. Yes. Well, <laughs> I know. About the time this airs is when the yeah. October issue will be. That's right. Coming out. Yeah. So we'll and you know, it. issues like that are great too for, like you say, people in the high country who do want to explore some other sections of the mountains. Yeah. Uh, of course, hopefully, we'll give you an issue that that shows you some things you can do that maybe yeah. you didn't think about. Well, we actually have a section on our website um, called day trips yeah, because absolutely. sometimes you just want to right. you want to get away. Right. You know, maybe the weather's too bad, or you, you want to just experience. Yeah. We're um, introducing a, a new, hopefully, an ongoing feature for us in the October issue that'll be called "Afternoon in a Tank of Gas," and I love that. Oh, it's nice. just you know, kind of if you've got an afternoon and a tank of gas, here's where you can go. You know that that isn't a long commitment. It's not a it's not necessarily a long weekend. So we'll mm-hmm. be putting together some really good trips that speak to that too. That's great. Oh, I like I'll, that. I'll look forward to that. We'll have to link that. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be a good thing to highlight. Sounds great. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. We have knocked out a ton of our questions. We didn't mean to. I'm glad yeah, you did. Yeah, you're just great. Do you have so any, easy to talk to. Any yeah. questions for us? No, or? Well, I, I wish you all the best of luck, and I look forward to following your endeavors and, and seeing where, where I can go uh, through your eyes as well. Yeah, well, if we ever have anything that we can, you know, offer to you, you know, eyes on the ground here, we would yes, love to. Give us a ring. You. Yeah, Thank you so much. To. And I do, I know you want to ask your your high country, My favorite your favorite question. Your favorite so question. we ask all of our guests, mm. what is your high country love of the week? And so we know you've been around downtown a bit. So what's been something that oh. you're like, oh, yes, this has been great. Oh, you want to definitely come back. Yeah. And experience. Right. Well, I am always going to turn to food first and foremost, no matter what. <laughs> and so I had a fabulous dinner last night at Proper, mm-hmm. sat outside, got a nice glass of wine, had meatloaf, mm. had the pota- fried potato cakes with pimento cheese oh, wow. on top. Spectacular. Um, so that, of course, was absolutely wonderful because, like I say, I will always turn toward food. And I'm trying to think already of what I'm going to do for lunch. And I may go just have the classic Dan- Daniel Boone in experience, oh, no. uh, you know, just because I'm here. And I, why not? We don't have anything like that in Greensboro. And so I'm excited about that. And also, as I mentioned, the shop that I went in yesterday, Common Good, um, really is a beautiful store so I was happy to have that discovery as well that's great and you can't go wrong with you know a a roam through uh, mast that's that's a staple you can't anything on King Street dip into the can the cold candy section the old-timey candy jars in there I'll tell you something else that I really, really appreciated last night. I had a cocktail on the rooftop here at the Horton Hotel. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's beautiful right now, but in another couple of months, it's going to get a little chilly up there. This hotel is so thoughtful with its details. They have provided blanket, wool blankets that are upstairs that you could just snug around. There's a there's a really pretty fire pit, mm-hmm. and I could see how great that is going to be. You get a little chill in the air. You wrap one of those blankets around you. 
go have a cup of coffee or, yeah. or just a you know a nice toddy up there, man, you'll never leave. I know. Yeah. Well, for our locals that are listening, you don't have to be a guest of the Horton to take advantage of that. At four o'clock every day, the rooftop is open, yes. and so you can come and up and ready for business take and, and take, take in advantage. the views. Yeah, it's a great place to come and get a, a before dinner right. drink or after dinner and. And you're right. Already, we have taken advantage of the fire pits because we've had some chilly nights. Absolutely. It's it's perfect. I love it. I'm excited about taking more advantage of that. Yes. You know, as we wrap up this podcast and we, um, uh, that's just been our our desire from the beginning is that people that live here, we want them to to feel connected and to love living here. I think one of the things we hate to hear is people say, there's nothing to do here I really don't feel connected and that's that's the gap that we hope to bridge right with absolutely. our website and so we thank you so much yes. for being here thank so, you and thank you again to the Horton Hotel for yes. hosting us today and such kind folks here yeah All otherwise right. we would be over my garage in the bonus room <laughs> so, right. so this is a much much nicer establishment okay. so. All, right. All right. thank you so thank much Thanks for listening today. A big shout out to Justin Jones at Sonic Depository for writing our music and producing our show. We hope we have elevated your everyday in the high country. For more adventures, head over to fourseasonseveryday.com. See you next week.